How was your holiday and New Year? It was good. It was good. Um, well, didn't really get to go anywhere like like most people <laughs> do. Really just stayed at home. But still, it's definitely nice to have that time off to, you know, catch up on some shows, play some games, you know. Just really just relaxing as much as I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I know. I Like, we didn't go anywhere either, but I love uh, just being able to recharge. You said, what other games are you playing? What have you been playing? Uh, other than Speed Duels and Yu-Gi-Oh! in general, I actually play a lot of League of Legends. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but yeah, I play a lot of League of Legends uh, in general. Um, that's really my go-to game. Um, the other game I really picked up sort of recently uh, for, for the last couple months was actually Genshin Impact. I don't know if you heard of that one. Yeah, before. I played it for a couple hours. I It's because oh, yeah? I really loved Breath of the Wild, and that's what it reminded me of. And uh, yeah. I've been meaning to go back to it. It's on my desktop. But I played the couple, oh. first couple hours, and uh, it was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, I never actually played Breath of the Wild before, but the the graphics and, and the style just looks really, really, really nice. Like, I really like the aesthetics of it, and it just really got me into it. And I was just like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll give it a try. And, yeah, I like the character design and everything. It's it's. I know it's a gotcha game. I don't really like gotcha games in general because I don't like like rolling and rolling for things and... And it's like almost that like you have to pay to get what you want. But I just really play just casually, really. I don't really pay for it at all. So, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a, relaxing. That's what they, I was thinking. I was like surprised it was free. Um, and I hear that it gets, it gets, if you play enough of it, it gets to a point where it's like, you know, it's a real grind if you're not paying, yeah. which um, yeah. I'd probably lose interest by that. But yeah, I love that. And I, yeah. I, you did mention that you played League before. And I haven't, uh, yeah. I haven't touched that, that poison since, uh, Wow, probably 2013. But um, I know a lot of people still love it. I love watching it. You know, the esports scene is great. It's always fun to watch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything they do, the events, the marketing, it's just top notch. And yeah, it's, it's, I gotta say, I, I know, like, yeah, like, like you mentioned, it's poison. <laughs> I mean, it depends I, I on who you're playing with, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can agree to that. Yeah, sometimes that the game does get a little bit toxic. But overall, I don't, I don't really let my, my emotions or like, you know, I don't take anything personal in it. So I just really just play for for my own sake of like enjoyment. You know, I play with my friends. We have fun. You know, surely we yell at each other every now and then. But you know, it's the whole part of it. None of, none of us takes it personal. It's just it's it's fun overall. <laughs> can uh, you divulge <laughs> your uh, your rank? Are you a middling plat? Uh, so I do play mid. Uh, that's my main role. I play top as my secondary. I've right now the season just started, so I'm actually gold three. But last year I ended off from plat four. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. And I maybe maybe I'll get to diamond. Maybe who knows? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes as I, as I keep playing. I do want to get diamond. I, I what really it's not for. Um, I guess partially it's like the achievement, the sense of achievement, because it feels good. Um, but also, it's I, I personally really like the diamond colors. Like I, I don't know if you noticed, blue is one of my favorite colors. So. For sure, I likewise, <laughs> like likewise. Yeah, diamond's pretty cool. It's a good achievement for sure. Yeah, 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 and it looks nice. It looks cool. You, you know, you, you sound like you're pretty good at the game and all that. And yeah, I just yeah. So maybe we'll see. But I, I'm I'm pretty happy at plat because because it was my first time plat from last year. Nice. Yeah, Platt yeah. Plat was on the high end of my, my friend group when we played. Um, a lot of oh, us yeah? were like kind of low gold, but uh, right. it was fun. Right. Certainly fun. Yeah. Now there's like so many champions, who knows what's going on, but um, yeah. sounds fun. Sounds like it's still kind of the same game, which is a good, not a bad thing. 
Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think you mentioned that you stopped at 2013. So that's actually when I started it around, actually. Oh, okay. That's when I I remember and... the last champion that came out when I stopped was Jinx. So maybe that was oh, like wow. 2013, 2014, yeah. Yeah, I think we, then we Lucian just came out, something like that. If I remember, it was either Zach or Lucian or, or yeah, so... like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Aatrox, I remember. I was there for that one. Yeah. Yeah. So I started playing during then, like, like started. And I'm pretty amazed when I look back into it because, you know, that's basically eight years. Of, uh, yeah, eight years, seven to eight years of League of Legends for me. So, you know, that, that, that game's been stuck around me for quite a lot of my life. <laughs> so for far. sure. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to think about it. So it's, it's old, but it's still right at the forefront. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. You said, what, what do you, uh, you said you were watching, catching up on shows too. What were you watching? Uh, so I actually never watched, uh, Avatar, The Last oh. Airbender. I, I, I never really got, got much TV time when I was a kid. So I actually like, you know, my friends were telling me, oh, this is great. You have to watch it and all that. So I was like, <clears throat> okay, fine. I'll give it a try after like months and months and years of persuasion. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah, it's not too bad. I liked it. And then, and then like, and then, um, there's a. Pre, uh, no, not people. Sorry, like a sequel after it, which is like Legend Cora. of Korra. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm up to right now. I'm watching Korra in the middle of it, <clears throat> and I really, really like it. And yeah, it's 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 really cool. I, I like, like the story. Yeah, character development. You know, it's. I thought at first, you know, no offense to anyone out there. At first, you know, for me, for my age, I kind of thought, oh, you know, this is probably a kid show. You yeah, know, for if, sure. If you missed, you missed it, type of thing. You know, it's not going to be as entertaining as you thought. But you know what? It's you know sometimes shows like the, these, you know, are, are really nice to relax, just to tune 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 yourself off into into it, and then you know, <clears throat> just have a good time. And, and yeah, I really like it. So that show's great. My my friend group really liked that show. Um, my wife had a stuffed Appa when she was little. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, she loved that show. I remember a couple of years ago. We moved apartments a few years ago, and it was we were in South Florida at the time. It was right after a hurricane. We were trying to move, so turns out our service provider didn't service the area, so we had to switch carriers for internet. And the earliest they could get out to was like a month, because right. um, there were so many people they were trying to repair. There were existing customers, so we had Avatar: yeah. The Last Airbender on DVD, like the whole box set, and that oh, whole nice. month was devoted to just watching that series. And then we watched all of Korra shortly after. And they people give Korra, people didn't like Korra. Until I think it, so it yeah. got out on Netflix and now people realize that it's great because I, I never disliked it. I thought it was great. Um, oh, cool. yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, I never, I didn't really hear much opinions on, on Quora, um, but I personally really like it so far. You know, it, it, it brings, they bring back a lot of the older characters and you see how they've grown up. And now I'm just begging, I'm just begging to have a, um, what'd you call it? Not like a prequel, sequel, but like a prequel to Quora, but like a sequel to to the last airbender like something in between because i want to see what happens in between and i heard like from from the community and other friends they said there's a comic actually about the what happens in between Korra and and uh the last airbender and i'm just really hoping they, they make a show out of it now so <laughs> yeah i remember those yeah. it's like two guys that were that were like the the brains behind it and they were, i think there's they were a good team i know there's a lot of comics yeah. and stuff i just like see more iroh but yeah there's a lot yeah. of uh there's a lot of fandom around like you know the the gang grown up because it, they hint at it in Korra a lot about what they looked yes. like and uh, kind of what they did is cool. Yeah, I love that series. Yeah. It's a great series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. 
Well, um, so I, we should probably talk about some speed duel stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, one thing I wanted to ask you is that I don't know if you have enough. I, you know, I, your content is, is very consistent. You're one of the most consistent speed duel YouTubers out there. And I don't know if you ever give enough of a window to kind of go into to any details about the man behind a vault. You are probably one of the best um, at remaining the entity that is a vault. And we don't know too much about you. Um, like you, you know, you don't, you don't show your face and, and I didn't for a while either. And then I finally broke that rule. Um, yeah. but you know, there's, there's a lot that people don't know about you. And so, you know, is there anything, you know, any, anything you want to kind of disclose that, you know, who you are, where you're, where you're from, what do you do for, you know, what do you do that yeah. when you're not doing speed duel? What's going on? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> so let's just start off. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a guy who's around uh his mid-20s uh don't feel pressured to share anything by the way totally don't have to but i know that these are always interesting kind of tidbits you know yeah 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 i know how would i start i I just need to think a little bit about it how how i want to phrase it it's just um yeah when i started the channel and yeah like you mentioned you know it's really been like a channel and it's just my voice behind the scenes and like I'll be honest like I, I'm I'm not comfortable to really show my face just yet you know I know it's it's always for everybody's um uh interest and you know I've talked to guys like Simo and you know he he he, he didn't say I should but you know he did tell me the pros about it and what it's all about because you know when you're developing a YouTube channel it's it's about a brand right and and the brand is also not just the, uh, the brand the brand is actually you and you know <clears throat> people want to get to know you want to get to meet you so it's totally absolutely fine for people wanting to know me uh which is not a problem at all actually a lot of my friends know who, who i am uh and and who uh, i'm about as well so you know my, my channel is not like disclosed hiddenly just for myself kept as a secret nobody knows you know like my parents know my brother knows a lot of my close friends know who i am and you know i just like to let, let it slowly and go out and smoothly um let people find out let's, let's just put it that way you know i'll just go for a natural state where, where i'm not just trying to say hey guys i'm i'm a vault right here you know i don't i don't walk into a local store and be like hey guys i'm a vault right here you know i don't, I don't really do that <laughs> I do find out you ask because oh your voice sounds familiar have you heard of this guy vault, or are you are you a vault or a vault and i'm just like yeah you know that's me or you know when they come across the <laughs> some some people i play with back in locals back when locals was actually uh, available for us because it's not available us for us right now but um you know they would ask me um oh it's like oh what, what would you do with this deck and deck and i was actually you know what i actually do a youtube channel and you can check that out but anyways with that aside a little bit more about me i am a guy who is mid-20s um i love playing Yu-Gi-Oh. um i guess a little bit of a backstory is that i love playing Yu-Gi-Oh during when i was in middle school uh primary school even uh, elementary school and then even throughout high school. So I started playing Yu-Gi-Oh! when I was like 10. Uh, as, a, as a young kid who just collected cards and then, you know, we saw these cards. I watched the show, you know, go, go through, you know, I went through all that typical uh, <clears throat> typical childhood. Now, maybe a little bit different to most people here in North America. Actually, I was actually, during that time, I was in Hong Kong. So, um, a little again, a little bit backstory about me. I was actually born in Canada, but I spent quite a lot of time in Hong Kong, uh, studying there, 
and then I came back to Canada to finish my studies and just to basically start my career off uh, from there. And during my time in Hong Kong, yeah, I played a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! And like, like the regular, regular Yu-Gi-Oh! This is way before Speed Duel, so just so anyone is wondering, thinking, wondering about. Um, and then, uh, of course, it got complicated. And, you know, when they started introducing pendulums, where, where, I last, where I last played was around uh, when Xyz started coming out and the pendulums came out and it got a little bit too complicated for me and my, some most of my friends, the really close friends I play with, they started to not play Yu-Gi-Oh! as well. So, you know, it just naturally died down from there. And then, long story short, now I'm here in Canada and um, when Speed Duel was released, it really, really captured me to play um wait sorry can you can you still hear me right yeah. now oh no no you're good yeah yeah okay for, for a second i thought we got disconnected because nope. it got very, very quiet. <laughs> so i thought i'm trying to let you i'm trying to let you it's all on you man yeah okay okay so yeah so i, I spent a lot of time in hong kong and during that time when we play Yu-Gi-Oh in hong kong we actually play ocg and we don't play tcg uh because we you know we're closer to japan and everyone who locally plays there plays the japanese card game instead uh, just a fun fact for everyone. So I had I had more of an OCG experience than TCG experience when I was a kid. So even with the show when I was watching, it was wa- I was watching it in Japanese, and they had Chinese subtitles or Chinese dub uh, back then, or they might even have like English uh, English sub. Uh, that's that's when I was watching it as as a kid. And then yeah, and then I guess like I guess I kind of took a break from Yu-Gi-Oh ever since Pendulum came. Uh, until then, I went to, uh, back to Canada to study, and uh, during my university, like my second year or third year, uh, I heard about Duel Links, and uh, Duel Links was like, okay, it's like, oh, is it like Speed Duel kind of thing? I was like, oh, this looks like Duel Terminal, or, or basically is Duel Terminal, essentially. I don't know if you ever played uh, Duel Terminal You know, before, it's uh, funny, I actually always skip to the Give Me Card, please. I don't think I've ever actually played the Duel Terminal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I, I, you know, that's that's what we all tend to do. When the first time I ever played the Duel Terminal, and that was in Hong Kong as well, I was like, okay, this is Speed Duel, or this is what they call Speed Duel, like like Speed Duel as as in the definition of like you know, there's only three monster zones and three spawn trap zones and and that kind of rule. So I played it once, and of course, ever since that one game after I played it, it's, it's always just give me a card. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, basically that in mobile, and then I played Duel Links, and I was like, okay, this is very. Uh, nostalgic is very refreshing because the time when I started playing Speed Duels was when they just recently introduced Marek as as one of the characters or Bakura or, or Bakura, some of you might call. And it really got me hooked up into it. And then uh, I was like, "This is amazing! I love this game." But I realized it kind of it's kind of hard to keep up. You have to pay you have to pay a lot of <laughs> money to to, sure. to to keep up get the cards you want. And it's not easy to get the cards for free. And then, yeah, and then Speed Duel came around, it, it was announced, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is like the best thing, this is real life Duel Links, basically, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm all into it. Um, so that's, I guess, a little bit about me, about, about just Yu-Gi-Oh! in general. Um, other than that, I actually do, uh, right as of right now, I, um, YouTubing is obviously not my full-time uh, thing. I do try to make it, maybe, maybe perhaps like some of you guys may have noticed, it, I try to make it look like it's a full-time thing. Uh, by by consistently uploading and consistently promote speed duels, but I actually uh, I have a full time job and I actually work uh, in marketing. Um, to be more precise, I'm, I manage a website and I manage like e commerce accounts for a, a company. 
um, right now. So I do work uh, full time uh, as well while I'm doing this. Uh, as my side, I, I treat it. I treat my YouTube channel as like a side hobby just for fun. And yeah, that's what I really do. Uh, other than that, a little bit more about me. You know, I, I actually love playing basketball. I play a lot of basketball uh, in my younger days. I actually played in um, my high school team. Well, that, that's also in uh, Hong Kong back in the day. So I play a lot of basketball. Uh, but I don't really watch that much of MB the NBA. I don't really keep up too much. Do you watch any of the NBA, or do you keep up? No, with I watch uh, NFL. I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't watch uh, NBA too much. I, I always watch football when it's like American football. But yeah, right, I, don't, right. I don't do watch MDB, NBA too much. But I, I did. Uh, I played basketball in like middle school. In high school, I was much nerdier. I was on the bowling team. So you said oh, you already okay. got points on me there. <laughs> but that sounds cool, man. And. Yeah, that must have been quite, quite the experience. I didn't realize you were in Hong Kong for so long. Yeah, I was in Hong Kong for quite a lot of time, quite a most of my time. It's uh, it's only very recent when I started coming to North America. It was around like 2014 uh, when I came back to, to Canada, essentially. Yeah, uh, that's really it as well. I play. Yeah, I, li I like playing basketball a lot. I played. I played it competitively during my high school days. I tried to get competitive into university and college level, but I was just like, maybe I just want to focus more on my studies. So I played casually uh, ever since then, but I still go for a drop in, pick up, you know, pick up basketball sure. at, at my university gym. And, you know, it's amazing. It's still fun. And now, you know, I just play pick up with a bunch of my friends whenever they're available. Well, yeah. Nice. That's always kind of a good lifelong hobby to have. Just kind of get the exercise yeah. in anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, other than that, I'm not very good at generically introducing about myself, but how about you just fire me some specific questions and, 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 and work well, it's funny. Answer. It's funny that you mentioned that you're in marketing because we, you know, one of the things that is a big draw for you, let me go way back. I try and take notes as, as you go here. Um, let me go way back to the showing the face thing. You said you had a conversation with Simo, and I think yeah. that, so I'm, I've been trying to figure out what works for a long time. We all have, um, yeah. but at the end of the day, and I'm, I'm sure that Simo might've told you something different, but it seems like, Definitely the brand is you, but I think that there's definitely a way, as you've, you've proven, there's a way to do it without the need to show your face. There are a couple examples that I have. One of them is Curse of Yu-Gi-Oh, who's a buddy of both of us, um, yeah. who came out the gate with, with um, his face, and that's how he conducts a lot of his videos. And uh, I think that that's actually been a very positive impact on his channel growth, certainly, yeah. just because you can put a face to the name, of course. Yeah. And then I think of some... There are, there are tons of YouTube channels out there, and it's not just it's not really not even Yu-Gi-Oh related. Um, like whether it's something that somebody that covers video games, there was a channel I loved, um, named total biscuit back in the day. Um, and he really never felt the need to show his face. A lot of his stuff was really kind of podcast, like he put on the background kind of stuff and his stuff exploded because it came down to the content and the knowledge, uh, like the subject matter. So I think that it's a, it's a definitely a give and take, but I can tell you that I bet you by the time you feel comfortable, um, people are going to love it for sure. Also, being in marketing, I noticed that, uh, you know, it's always good to have that skill from a thumbnail perspective and just the general direction of your videos um, because yeah. the thumbnails are crisp. I love to see them. I'm on your channel right now. I just have it in the background. Just like you, know, you can definitely see the evolution of the, of the thumbnails. And, uh, you know, it's always nice to have that skill. Yeah. Well, I guess now that you mentioned a little bit more about myself was that um, uh, I did study marketing. I did end it off with a marketing degree. Uh uh, but actually, initially, the end of high school and my first two years of university and college, I actually studied uh, art and design. So uh, that 
that's why I wanted to get into. I studied a lot of graphic design. Uh, yeah, to, to, to summarize, I studied graphic design and digital artwork uh, a little bit. But then I felt like digital artwork illustration was really not my type of thing. I don't feel like, really feel like I was a person who could, you know, hold on to a pen, whether if it's a real life pencil or even if it's just a stylus pen to, and start drawing. I'm not, I'm not very good with my hands. You know, I'm not very good at that. But well, I know for sure I'm definitely really good at point and clicking <laughs> with the keyboard. <laughs> yeah. So I developed like basically doing more graphic related and I like doing digital art uh, that way from, from that from that uh, realm instead. So before I actually uh, sort of switched uh, into marketing, I always had this uh, thought in my head. And I was like, you know, I, I do like design and graphic design and art and all that, but I don't feel like it's really like the main thing to go to go. I, uh, you know, for career wise, I really like the marketing aspect of everything because it's like it's all about it's mostly about strategic decisions or tactical executions. And, you know, you come up with like fun, like innovative, innovative in the marketing standpoint, and the business standpoint to help develop the business, which I really, really like. And I love I personally love talking about business stuff like my friends and I always talk about business uh, ideas or just like marketing concepts, you know, like let's, let's, let's just say for League of Legends, for example, you know, we always go, oh, you know what would be really cool is like if League of Legends did this and this and this. I was like, oh, you know what would be really cool if League of Legends had a movie, something like that, you know, and then, you know, these are all sort of like just like marketing and sort of product development strategies to sort of build a brand and to enhance the brand even further. And I, and I personally really like talking about this stuff and i felt like you know just because i'm switching from art and design to marketing doesn't necessarily mean i'm giving up on it you know you, uh, you know like as you can see from my channel these these elements still were still carried on and it really actually helped uh my channel's growth and 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 and, and it's um and yeah how, how the channel was basically postured and and uh, accelerated the growth uh, that way and those were yeah those were one of the things I felt they were really important, and like you said, like yeah, you know, I really appreciate that you mentioned that you really like my thumbnails and thing design, and yeah, like um, it's really more developing that sense of improving again and again. And I have a couple of friends who, who who went to art school as well and design school, and I ask feedback, or even just generally, even people that are not in that field, you know, like like just basic friends, I ask them, oh, what do you think about this thumbnail? They're like, oh, you know, it could look nicer, or you know, maybe that's too much, or you know, and then. When I talk to my art friends, they can tell me the more technical detail stuff. It's like, oh, this logo's too big. You know, don't use this effect. Use that effect. You know, don't use such a thick stroke, and and yada yada yada. But and then from there, I built on and just kept on improving it again. And I felt and, and it's proven to me that it's not necessary. You don't necessarily have to study uh, something in order to be good at it. Essentially, you know, if you want to be good at it, you know, you just spend time, learn it, and you develop that skill yourself and. And there you go, and there you have it. You know, you reach to a certain level, and I per personally, as well, I would say like I have quite—I uh, won't say high, but I have a reasonable amount of expectations, and I'd like to maintain my things as high quality as possible. So when it, uh, maybe you got you can you notice recently with my production and my thumbnails that they grow, I'm really trying to refine the quality. And professionalism, which, which I guess is just more of my take overall. Yeah, let's uh, in general. let's transition to that actually, because that was the yeah. that was the next thing that I wanted to ask. So, and first of all, it's no it's it's no uh, no wonder that you talk about business and business opportunities with friends, because I mean it, the YouTube channel alone, especially once you kind of get to your caliber, is an entrepreneur entrepreneurial 
venture yeah. in itself. It yeah. can certainly be that way. And yeah. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, there's a show in Canada. I don't know if it runs anymore. It was called Dragon's Den. I think you'd really like that. The American version's oh, called actually, Shark Tank. It's uh, yes, yeah. I actually I watch Shark Tank. Uh, I don't watch Dragon's Den at all. Actually, I, I you know, I, I kind, I, I, yeah, I never, I watched the episode, but I didn't feel like it was just as much as my thing. But now that you mentioned, I watch a lot of Shark Tank. And funny too. enough, <laughs> uh, I, I love it. I, I mean, like it, it's a great show. The business ideas I love, you know. And then you know, we're, we're sitting in the couch, you know, probably you know, imagining you, you with me in the couch right now. We're probably critiquing their ideas, critiquing what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, well, it's a great motivator. I love watching it too, just because it, it makes me feel yeah. like I can. Like I, I can do anything really. I mean, yeah, the show has that effect on people and yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah. a great one. But, um, yeah. but yeah. And so I've noticed when looking at, you know, looking at some of your new stuff and it looks like it's kind of been happening in the past month, month and a half, um, yeah. your deck profile production. Um, right. and I noticed this consistently, uh, you know, when you were doing the box opening for battle city and you were marketing for the Yugi tuber tournament. So yeah. your deck profile production has gone towards a lot of people are still doing face down camera on a mat and they're throwing the cards down as they go i still do that certainly um yeah your production has gone to kind of a what is the director term i'm looking for kind of the pan over the table over the cards you got you got the little pedestals that you put them on and you do the slow rotates there's a lot of great uh, direction and nuance that have had that have started to be added into the videos and yeah. um, also you've d- incorporated matches alongside deck profiles now as opposed to splitting them up which there are benefits yeah. to doing both you got a meteor more well-rounded video if you do them all in one you can potentially you know you got another piece of content if you do the match separate from the deck profile but what what um what inspired and what was the process in going through that kind of direction and that development into how your profiles look now and are you seeing positive, more positive impact impact from an analytical standpoint? Right. Um, so yeah, let's break down this bit by bit. Um, so first of all, uh, I guess like when I started, when I started the YouTube channel, um, like I, like I mentioned, I like to keep myself that I like to have higher standards. So I'm always constantly looking for improvements uh, every single day uh, when I'm making videos. You know, I ask my friends. I asked my brother, I asked, I asked my relatives and anyone who I can ask essentially and say, what do, what do you think? You know, what do you like about this? And then, and then, you know, they would give me some feedback and, you know, constantly looking for feedback that that's really the first thing. And I think this, this, this is like, uh, I sort of, sort, sort of like a business mindset that, that, that I sort of weren't throughout um, studying or for my career and working, you know, feedback is always important because um, the first number one thing when I started my YouTube channel, once again, is like, first of all, I like to share my Yu-Gi-Oh interest with everybody. But, you know, if nobody's watching it, then your interest doesn't really matter. Right. And because um, it's, it's like you're, I, I view like initially I view my viewers uh, or, or if I want to get viewers, they're kind of like customers. You want you want to uh, understand what your customer needs now uh, for, for the company that I work with. Uh, you know, we work we work very closely with our customers. Uh, when it comes to a sales standpoint, we always constantly ask for feedback. What do you think? What would you like? You know, and and it's really really cool. And I, I kind of adopted that strategy into when uh, building my YouTube channel. So you know, getting feedback is number one thing because you're doing it for the viewers or the community that you're building, and the feedback that they give to you is very very crucial. So I took a lot of the feedback. And sat down and stay and and yeah, basically every week or every other month, I always look back or every like quarter, 
uh, or every like little season, I'll go back and see, okay, you know, what can I do better? You know, I ask myself. And um, the really huge driver was uh, I, I always wanted to do something very high production. And I always thought in my mind that I needed good, good equipment. You know, I needed probably a, a team of people to do this for me. And I thought, you know, it's going to be expensive. And I'm just like, oh, wow. You know, if, 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 it, if it requires that much, then I feel like I can't do it. But, you know, the only, yeah, and I thought I can't do it. Um, but however, I like to tell, you know, maybe maybe an advice for you or for anyone who's listening, it's really, uh, I've never been never wrong, <laughs> more wrong. And you can actually do it. You will find your ways to do it. And it's really just about learning and trying and trying something new and embracing the change um, to really going to do that, basically. So uh, what, the, what really, really fired it off and triggered was, I'm very sure you heard of Ruggles in the Yu-Gi-Oh community. Yes. Right? Yeah. So when I first saw his video of production, you know, he, 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 the quality he does is just absolutely amazing. And, like, and it's just stunning. And I'm really, really, uh, and I really enjoy it. And, 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 you know, like how he pans, his camera work and all that. I, you know, I'm, I'm not as professional as he is because he definitely, I know that he has experience and studied that. So he really knows the, the, the finer techniques. And I try to uh, use that as inspiration and sort of create my own uh, 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 level of quality, uh, but, but in a slightly different style to his. But, um, but yeah, and it was just really, really amazing because, yeah, when I saw Ruggles' video, that was exactly what I imagined or wish my videos were like, and that really kicked kick, kick me in the butt. Let's just say, and it's just always like, okay. good to have like inspiration like that. And I think I think it happens to everybody. Like, um, yeah, sometimes I go through. <clears throat> sometimes my videos have a totally different direction, and it's because I binged watched something something yeah. the week before, and I'm like, well, what if yeah. I try that style? You know, I'm not don't want to completely imitate it, but what if uh, what if I present something in a different manner? Or, or maybe maybe my commentary is the same, and it's just the way that it's shot is different, and things like that. It's always fun to play around with. Yeah, yeah. And what I realized, first of all, was that um, what Ruggles was doing very differently was not only just his quality of production was outstanding, it was also the story that he's trying to tell. And for me personally, I think this is always something I really want to work on, which is like sort of storytelling or... Uh, when I was talking to Simo, was sort of uh, they, they kind of kind of call it like a sort of narrative uh, to your videos or to your um, uh, content. Now, I'm not saying I have good narrative. I'm not saying I have good story uh, behind behind my videos. I think there's a lot more work that can definitely be uh, improved on on that standpoint. Uh, but that's what I've been trying to sort of implement. So, um, other than just making a high production video, I want to do a story or some, some sort of series, something that, you know, people would look uh, uh, forward to for the next episode and so on. I don't know if you also noticed in the Yu-Gi-Oh! Community, community recently that a lot of um, videos and content are becoming to be more episodic and more like a series based. So it's almost like watching a TV show, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, it always, It's a very, very nice... Uh, hookup way to get you to basically binge watch a certain content creator and I wanted to develop that and um, when I was, I guess the best way to give it a try give it a try is to basically start a tournament series uh, called basically the YouTuber King of Speed Duel series and sort I guess you can sort of say this like an episode one two and three but really just round one round two and one round three 
a little bit more, you know, something that people could catch and try, catch or as and look forward to uh, one after another. So they will actually want to watch your video. The YouTuber, um, the King of Speed Duel Battle City Tournament, that was a very positive impact. I think a lot of people yeah. really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. How was the experience setting that up, reaching out to everybody and the production behind it? Um, you know, you did a you did a good job, kind of putting a nice bow on all of the matches. And you know, clearly the the first one was I think it's your highest your highest viewed so far, but it, it was it exploded. You know, and I think that having some big names in it certainly helped you. Um, yeah. But how was that experience? How was that set up? Um, it really was. It came down to just reach out you know just just reach out to 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 various of people first of all and now um again i, I mentioned a lot in my, in my a couple of times in my video uh this this was actually inspired by simo where he uh when i actually talked to him uh on discord before as well and um he gave me really really great advice and he asked me uh one simple question is like why can't you just host a tournament or, or be like the best or, or, or host the biggest best speed duel tournament out there there is something like that you know host a big one or, or do like a yu tuber one or something like that and i and i kind of asked myself yeah why not what's what's preventing me you know and and i i guess i and my only worry was that isn't that sort of like copying what you're doing and you know he said you know it's, it's not really it's 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 really uh, just another, and he's you know he he's just acting as another inspiration and giving another idea, and it's about speed duels and all that. So it took m months, like like let's say, let's just say roughly like four months ahead of planning from the very first development stage of me having the idea in my head and start thinking. Okay, first of all, I have to think what I need to do. So I need to plan uh, the things I need to do first, right? Okay, uh, there's a lot of things to think about. First of all, is that you need to get the players. Who are you gonna get? So that's the first question. Uh, okay, how am I gonna get them? Like, what's gonna entice them? You know, what's what's worth their time or get some intrigue to actually join this tournament? That's really important. Uh, thirdly, thirdly, it's like okay, prizes. You know, prizes is, is a good way. And uh, what kind of prizes are people most interested in in the UU community? What you know, what people like, what people don't like. You know, what what's considered as a good prize, and I just thought to myself, oh, it'd be really cool if people just had a trophy, you know, an, an award, right? Like like a monumental item to, to prove that they're uh, the king of speed duels, to prove that they actually achieved something a little bit more above and beyond than just a regular uh, letter or play mat or, 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 or just, let's say, $500 cash in prize or something like that, I, you know. Although, although those prizes are still really good and it's very enticing, but I want to do something a bit more monumental something that has more sentimental value and when it comes to that kind of discussion i think these things uh are sort of becomes invaluable uh and and where invaluable as in it's so valuable where you can't value it at that point so i really want to make a trophy um although you know there's a certain value to making a trophy right it's you know whatever your budget allocates you to make that trophy but to that person winning the trophy it's a whole different thing so i thought this was a really huge kicker um, to really improve it. And other than that, it's like a self-designed playmat, self-designed logo for the whole tournament to really brand it out there and let people know, hey, this is the king of uh, speed to Yuki tuber uh, championship tournament right here. And, you know, this, you know, and I hope people will rem remember this uh, from now on. 
so that, that really first kick off and I have to think about the, these elements and it really came down to reaching out to as many people as I can. So I reached out to as many people as I can, you know, some, some gave me responses, some didn't and so on. And, you know, I just had to go through that process of, until I find uh, there's enough people. And, you know, I want to keep the tournament simple, but fun at the same time with a twist. And, you know, it's just a great, the Bow City box, which is just a perfect way to do it. Uh, especially when they said, oh, there's eight decks and uh, and my tournament strategy can simply just be like, oh, eight people. And then keep it simple, uh, single elimination right off the bat. And um, yeah, just keep it very, very simple. And the invitation is free, uh, which, you know, because it's, it's an honor to have everyone on, on, on to join the tournament, whether it's you, Kershaw, Bear Bear, you know, Milano, um, MBT, Yu-Gi-Oh, and all these guys, and Cyber Knight as well. And it's just really, really, really cool and fun, as well as Tetra. Was your, <laughs> so, uh, so. Was your goal to have, um, I like how you did it, you, you kind of had like three people in the speed duel world, like that's all I do. And then you had yeah. the or four, four and four, I think. And then four people that yeah. are like bigger, you know, yeah. more regular Yu-Gi-Oh. Was your goal, you can be totally honest, was your goal, if you got eight giants, was your would you have had that? Or was your goal always to do half speed duel community, half regular community? And a follow up question: If you can, if you can divulge this, any big names you reached out to that you wish had answered? Right. Uh, so yeah. So let's yeah go. Let's go with the first answer. Um, yeah, I think health, having a mix is is very important. Um, the, and here's the reason why. Uh, so it is called a speed duel uh, tournament. And and it is a Yugi Tuber Speed Duel tournament. Now some would say like, oh, you know, how come there's regular content people here? You know, what, what they don't they're not in the speed community. Well, what are they doing here? I I don't really want to tend to look in that way, but I think it's really important to have both. So you know, we have you, uh, Rook, Kursov, uh, uh, a landline from Speed Duel League and Tetra. So that's the four of you guys from the Speed Duel community, which is fairly well known. And, and um, you know, uh, Speed Duel League and Tetra host a lot of tournaments as well as Kursov, and you've been involved with the community very early on as well. So I, you know, I think it's really important to have you guys to be part of that, I guess, say, journey with me to, 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 to come up with this, uh, to have this event and participate in it. Now, the reason why it's very important for regular is because um, I would like to say we want to leverage uh, their following. You know, they, they have large following, uh, you know, like MBT, uh, Bear Bear has a decent amount of following. Berlama has a great amount of following. Cyberman has a lot of following. And it's really important because uh, that that was during the time when the Speed Duel community was a little bit um, disrupted uh, by the concerns of um, whether it's continue or not. You know, there's a lot of discussion and there's a lot of things up in the air where nobody knows what's going to happen. And... Um, when I when speed when speed duel first came out and I and, and when I geared everything on my channel just to devote about speed duels and then having regular Yu-Gi-Oh content as my sub sub theory, uh, content was that I, I want to help uh, Konami or help the game or the community grow. I want this game to be successful. You know, I love this game so much and I love playing it so much and it's just it's so fun. You know, it, it definitely breaks my heart if I have to hear that one day they're saying like they're not going to do it anymore. Uh, from 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 my love for speed duels, uh, from a business standpoint, I understand. You know, it it, it makes sense. So, but I, you know, I want to try my best not to. And I think the, you know, I want to take opportunity 
to be proactive and do something big. And I think leveraging their following and introducing to more people out there is a very, very good tool and a very good, I guess, uh, yeah, I would like to say it's a good positive marketing strategy to, to, to spread the awareness to other people out there because there's a, so many people out there who just don't know what speed tool is. They don't understand what it means. Uh, some people will be like, what is speed tool? So like, what the heck is that? You know, and then, and then you have to go through the whole process and explain and not a lot of people hear about it. And I would like to reiterate, like a lot of the, a large portion of the Yu-Gi-Oh community is actually uh, casual players and speed tools can be seen as sort of like a casual format uh, compared to Yu-Gi-Oh. And it's a, it's a very nice alternative option when you don't want to play regular Yu-Gi-Oh. And once again, leveraging them was very, very important. Uh, because that that way, you know, when when they do spread awareness, you know, it's it's very effective, and we're amplifying the awareness of speed tools and to grow the community that way. I think so, we have a similar mindset there for sure. Yeah. Because I mean, we we both have a personal investment at this point, and but at the same time, to your point, we love playing the game. And Konami's this huge corporation; they're going to do what they want in the end. But I think that I think that one of the barriers to, to entry of speed tools is just not knowing enough about it. And I think that COVID yeah. was certainly didn't help. Um, yeah. And, and I think that, you know, the, the more that we continue to kind of push it and the audience grows, then, then, that'll, then that'll just kind of exponentially expand the scene, especially we're seeing more people kind of make content for Speed Duel. Um, yeah. And additionally, you know, it's just, yeah, I just think that it's going to be something that more people get to. Uh, it's clear that it's a lot of, sim so both of us, there's a common theme with both of us, is that we were people that played a, a while ago, then it got... Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying we're we're old men and it got hard and confusing and we don't. <laughs> but I'm just saying that like you know it, we played a while ago like I played in 2012. It sounds like you kind of played a similar time frame. We played before Pendulums, but it was it was Ixies just came out, Synchros were yeah. out. You know that was the that was kind of the biggest thing. Um, yeah. And then you know it's who knows what's going on with it now. And there's a new product every two months. And you know and clearly since I got back to Speedwell, I've been keeping up with the with the tcg just kind of where it's at but speed duel introduced itself as a good way for old players to lapse back in um yeah. really low barrier to entry really low you don't have to the one reason why sometimes i, I swear sometimes i i would never be a genius at Yu-Gi-Oh tcg but with speed duel there's just the card pool was so limited at the time that yeah. I was able to take the time to just become a subject matter expert at, at all of the rulings and the cards yeah. because it was such a lower is such a lower commitment and less intimidating. And then of course, you know, as you keep playing, as cards get added, you, the knowledge just grows. So I, but I think that the point is, is that I think that a lot of laps players, that's what speed duels is geared to. And I think that that's only going to increase because the number of players that stop playing Yu-Gi-Oh and I'll admit, even when, you know, I got into speed duel because I was at a buddy's house and they were like, uh, we're playing Yu-Gi-Oh tonight, and I was like, "No thanks," <laughs> and they're like, "No wait, no wait, no wait. This is Speed Duel. Check this out." And right. um, and then I played. I played the first deck I ever played was um, it was the Royal Flush deck. They handed me the Royal <laughs> Flush deck, and I played, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the best thing ever." <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it's really cool. Yeah, I I totally agree. One hundred percent agree as well. It's it's. To me, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for this game, and 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 you know, I, I you know, one of my long-term goals or short-term goals, if you would like to put it, is I really want like Konami to know that hey, you know, there there's 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 a community out there for it. You know, there, there's there's a lot of people who want this, and if, you know, maybe just need a little bit more push, and um, to get the best of both worlds, you know, you get more people interested in it, 
and you know you push it a little bit more and then you know make make more official tournaments or whatever it is um that they would like to do with a strategy and once more people know about it more people are wanting to play speed tools and once more people want to play speed tools they're gonna buy more of your product and i feel like it's more yeah and it's sort of like a two birds of one two birds with one stone and you know everyone's happy at the end of the day you know you're, you're growing bigger uh you know your speed duel business is going bigger uh there's more people playing and you know and it just snowballs from there and you know i just feel like there's a huge potential for this game personally um because like like you mentioned earlier there's a lot of people who quit Yu-Gi-Oh because of how complicated it became and look at the success of duel links yep, now of course. of course duel links is virtual and it's mobile that's why it has uh it, that's relative relative to its success but you know the game started off very simple old-fashioned Yu-Gi-Oh, all about the simple characters, you know, the nostalgic original uh, Duel Monsters world characters with Yugi, Kaiba, and all those guys, and Joey, and yeah, you, you have these guys, and and then people came came all in and played, and, and I'm very sure they can do the same for Speedos as well. Um, and then, yeah, of course, to answer your second question, actually, that you added up, um, were there people that reached out I wish? Uh, actually gone back to me and i actually have reached out um there's actually i reached out to a lot of people uh but, uh, but here are a few few uh here here's a couple of them that i wish that they kind of uh gone back to me which which first of all you know not, nothing nothing wrong with them not getting back to me at all you know i understand you know they're they're really busy you know it's not their interest uh, whatsoever for speed duels and you know they may there's no uh benefit for them in, in doing so and participating in the tournament and also at the same time you know everyone's biz, uh, schedule is incredibly busy uh with their own content so it's totally understandable but you know i just thought I might as well try and see see what sort of uh, uh feedback i can get and uh so one of the people i asked was actually sam from uh team sam team samurai x1 i really wanted him uh, to be here. I actually met him uh, in person in real life before, and he was a really, really cool guy, and, and I know, you know, his channel is uh, incredibly big. Uh, he's one of, I guess, he was probably the the best, uh, the biggest Yuki tuber uh, uh, in the Yu-Gi-Oh! community. Uh, I think probably second to Simply Unlucky, I think. I'm not entirely sure, but I, I know he's really, really big because I watch a lot of his videos. I love his content, and um, it's great stuff. Uh, and yeah, unfortunately, you know, he didn't get back to me. Um, I also reached out to Team APS, uh, Paul from Team APS, uh, and I didn't hear yeah, back like from them guys. either. They actually just did yeah, something and, uh, over the new year with the box, but yeah, yeah it's not their yeah, main focus. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I know it's not their main focus, and I thought, you know, they, they kind of touched upon some speed through content at some point, so I thought they might be interested in it, but... You know, again, you know, they, you know, I totally understand it. You know, they're extremely busy with their content, with, with their projects that they want to do. And like, like we saw, or like you mentioned, they probably released, released the video with all of them playing the Battle Speed Duel tournament among themselves. So that's, that's, that's great for them as well. Because, you know, because they're promoting Speed Duels. And I think it's, it's a great thing either way. And, but, you know, unfortunate that they, that they uh, didn't get back to me. Uh, lastly, I would just say I actually asked Simo uh, because you know he was the one who gave me the idea, and I think it's you know it's just um, uh, common courtesy to just to have uh, just to invite him regardless because it was you know it was his idea uh, to sort of encourage me to do this, 
and execute this. And um, unfortunately, he declined, uh, which he just straight up was really honest and said speed duel was not his thing. And that's totally fine. I totally understand that as well. But however, he actually asked me to reach out to MBT. And that's when it was very, very helpful. And I actually did because uh, he, he did something extra for me and say, hey, you know, I'm not interested, but, you know, here's some guys. Uh, check out these list of guys and ask them. So I just sent them, sent them an email and asked them or got, got in touch with them somehow. And yeah, they turn out more and more. We're, we're getting interested from there as well. That's a great connection to have. I think MBT, yeah. MBT released something shortly after yeah. that I think drove a lot of, I, I, it looks like it drove a lot of traffic to your stuff, which, uh, you know, that was just, that was a, that was a great play. Um, yeah. I didn't know that SEMO kind of gave you, pushed you in that direction. That's a great contact. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, you know, really, really thankful, and I really appreciate him uh, to, to, with the bottom of my heart today, you know, um, with the time that he spent with me to sit down and sort of talk about my channel, I, I asked for some consultation advice and everything, and um, yeah, that, that push was really, really great, and I think it's a humongous, uh, it's a really great start, let's just put it that way, it's a really, really great start. It's, it's and, a promising uh, start, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all I can just say is just reach out, reach out to these people because like at first I thought, oh, you know, they're not gonna reply, blah, 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 you know, or who's gonna do that. But honestly, just 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 get in touch with them somehow, whatever means it is, I send them an email, shoot them a message on Discord or whatever, and you know, some people are probably interested in it and they'll probably get back to you. And uh, which is really, really cool. And, you know, it's like for example, Cyber Knight. You know, Cyber Knight is a really good example, and I thought he was not interested whatsoever. You know, he does nothing related to speed duels. Uh, but I love his content. I, I, I you know, I want to invite uh, people that I enjoy watching as well, and 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 having, uh, you know, it'd be really really cool. It's sort of, I guess, partially one of my short term goals and dreams to collaborate with people like this. And I love Cyber Knight's openings. Uh, he just does openings, and really, and and I did not expect him to be like, oh yeah, sure, sounds interesting. Why not? And he just joined and he was there, which is really, really cool. It's funny how that works yeah. out sometimes. Yeah, that was a great, that yeah. was a great pull yeah. too. Yeah, so you just have to try because you don't know, you, you never know uh, what's going to come back. You just have to try and reach as many as many people as you can. And, and, you know, the results are sometimes more surprising than you thought it was, basically. But yeah, uh, and I, uh, sorry, I think I think we kind of went very uh, off track. I know there's another question you asked. No, no, you want that's, no, no, no. I, was, I think that you got it. Yeah, I was just wondering, oh, okay. but it just—it's great to know, you know, that if, if anybody out there is looking to looking to, yeah. uh, you know, they're doing Yu-Gi-Oh themselves, or it doesn't even have to be Yu-Gi-Oh. You know, it's just yeah. there's a lot of things to take away from that. There are some people certainly, and I, I certainly some people that are willing to take the time to answer the little fish. Um, depends on, I mean, it depends on who. Big and little is subjective, but there are definitely some people that will that'll always take the time, and I, I, I'm glad that that was a good experience for you. It's pretty motivating and inspiring. Yeah for others i'm for sure. sure it's inspiring for others to do things like that as well um right. but you didn't yeah. play in the bat the king of speed duel tournament you just facilitated um yeah. and you've, you've put out some bat some uh, deck profiles recently um and the stuff's starting to come together meta's starting to come together for battle city but uh i noticed that I, I don't think i've seen you play competitively in a while and i i was in the shadows for a while too i was more making content around you know what's what's happening in the box and analyzing tournaments and and building some decks but i actually participated in a tournament recently i went to judgment gamings on sunday um okay. with inner conflict monarchs and it, is, it needs uh i like that deck because it's really creative you know you can kind of tool around what uh tributes you want what support you want um 
But what are you playing competitively right now? Like if you were to enter a tournament like um, Speed Duel League number, uh, what are we at, six or seven, uh, <laughs> next <laughs> next week or whatever, what would you play competitively? That's a very good question. Um, but yeah, first of all, yeah, I haven't joined much uh, online tournaments recently. And well, not, not alone, like there's no locals going on. So um, I guess a little bit more about me before was I actually never joined that much online tournaments to begin with. That's because my local store... I play with all my friends. We have a pretty good showing uh, before COVID hit. And, you know, we get consistently uh, largest amount of numbers was we got 17 people or wow. almost even 20 people show up for speed, tour, which is pretty, pretty crazy. And this is specifically for uh, the Scars of Battle release. And it was a, it was a draft, sealed draft tournament. That was like the golden uh, age. I remember with my, level, yeah. with my local, the most we got was six and four people I brought. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good showing though and scars of battle that was a great time yeah that kind of like yeah. september 2019 that was that was fun i think that was when serpent knight serpent knight i was playing dinosaur kingdom back then i think serpent knight was a menace yeah. then yeah yeah it, it definitely was yeah and i love playing serpent knight. <laughs> i played that back a lot a lot a lot and and when i when i discovered that strategy or not discovered when i found out that, that Nightmare Sonic Glass was a thing, and I started playing, uh, testing my own version on it, and I was like, wow, this is pretty good, <laughs> or, or pretty broken, actually, for the other people's perspective. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to do that. But yeah, um, with, with that being said, yeah, there was maximum, there was 20 people, but other than that, on, on a weekly basis, there were eight, there, there were consistently at least eight people showing up for speed duel tournaments on a weekly basis. And it got so popular where we requested our store to to host a second tournament during the week. So it became Mondays and Fridays. Wow. Something like Those are like and, prime and magic was, slots too. Like you're competing with MTG there, unless it's just a Yu-Gi-Oh store. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Our, so uh, the store I play at is called 401 Games, and uh, they're a really, really big store here in Canada, uh, physically uh, as well in one of their locations. And they they can they host, they, they have multiple departments there's there's they're quite big they're, i would say they're, they're relatively big to the point where they have a Yu-Gi-Oh, sort of like a, like a mini Yu-Gi-Oh department and a mini magic park department and mini pokemon department and have so much play space where they host all three tournaments at the same time basically gotcha. so so there's one guy who looks after Yu-Gi-Oh. there's one person that looks after magic and there's one person that looks after pokemon and you never need to worry about a problem where oh no tuesday night is a uh, is a magic so we can't really do uh tuesday for Yu-Gi-Oh or something like that you know none of that really happens but uh, they did they did there was a small minor conflict was that regular Yu-Gi-Oh conflicting with speed duel where we did have one or two or a couple of guys who played regular Yu-Gi-Oh who play speed duel for fun so you know it kind of like conflicted the schedule a little bit and they don't really usually host uh regular Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments together with speed duel tournaments that that's the that's the only minor thing that's about it but uh other than that yeah it was it was a huge showing so i play a lot competitively there anyway i know we're drifting off topic again sorry but yeah uh we I play we play a lot of uh competitive that way and i don't participate on online too much if you were to walk into and, your local then uh tomorrow they had a speed duel local there was going to be 16 people there yeah you had to build the deck so, what was going to be <laughs> yeah so i i do i do like playing competitively don't get me wrong. Just because I, I, I make a lot of these fun decks, casual decks, I do like playing competitively, and I do uh, feature a lot of competitive uh, content. So I would actually possibly play Inner Conflict Monarch <laughs> if I were to enter a tournament right now or tomorrow. 
essentially, and really learn about what the top tier uh, meta is really, really like. And speaking of which, I actually do plan to join an online tournament sometime soon. Um, either whether it's speed duel leagues or Kursovs or Tetras, whoever hosts hosts one, I, I do plan to join one uh, sometime down the road. Um, yeah, soon. Really awesome. Well, it's you know it's always a nice kicker when you do yeah. a deck profile to say that it plays second, <laughs> you know, in Speed Duel League or something like that. Like I think uh, Cursive just did a top four spellproof armor. That top four is what gets gets some people, you know. And I noticed you haven't profiled yeah. in Conflict Monarch, so um, it's it's a pretty consistent deck. And I love that deck because, like I, I I've said before in, in other videos I've had, but the XYZ and the magnets are fun. Um, and they're they're yeah. very well laid out by Konami in the in the product because it's like here's a cookie cutter deck, you get three of this card, yeah. three of this card, and all of a sudden you get a good deck. But the Inner Conflict Monarch yeah. has this level of creativity around the tributes you use, whether it's Jinzo, yeah. Grand Marg, Kaiser Glider, even yeah. Freed if you're going for warriors, and then the support, there's just so much to pick from, spells and traps, yeah. that I yeah. love the direction that it's headed because it's 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 encouraging this creativity. Um, yeah. but at the same time, the decks that are cookie cutter, the magnets and the xyz especially xyz it's not brain dead you know you got to think you really got to think when you're playing like xyz just with all of your fusion resources you know so i, I like the direction it's heading but it's a good deck to play yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure I, I agree i i i personally love uh when archetypes become competitive so like you mentioned magnets and xyz that it's it's awesome like i i i love to see how pure not not pure let's just say yeah archetypes uh, become more competitive. I know, like um, a lot of competitive decks are a mixed match of, like you said, inner conflict, where it's, it's just let's say it's a jumbo of staple, a really, really powerful staple cards, essentially, and that's that's really fun too. Uh, but I I always like that anime moment of like you you like you're playing a character or you're playing with your character's deck. And I, I personally have a softer spot for those uh, type of archetypes, deck and, and you know, seeing them thrive is definitely really, really uh, nice to see. Personally, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, uh, I like kind of where it is right now. Well, cool. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what you play. We'll see what kind of inner yeah. you, you build here in the future, and then maybe we'll see a, a profile on that. Um, yeah, yeah. I, um, let's. Uh, I think we can we can wrap up a little bit. Um, I think we're going on an hour, which is, that's great. Um, it's been a lot, uh, a lot of good things, but so the last thing I wanted to touch on, um, was you're not just speed duel. You do other content. I know that you have, you have right. a soft spot for openings and it, it becomes clear the more we talk that you had some, yeah. certainly had some inspiration behind the openings. And I know that you, one of the things you said early was that you loved doing openings and openings was what all that you did at very, very infancy of, of all. Um, yeah. And now that's we've terrible. gone into, you know, you still open the Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. And I mean, that's fun in itself, whether you're recording it or not, for sure. And then you yeah. also dabbled into Pokemon. I don't think I've seen Magic from you. I, I know that Digimon was rebooted, but there's a lot of different. Obviously, it was clear that you had, I think that you had some sort of partnership with, whether it was 401 or whatever game store it was with the Pokemon yeah. stuff. And I think, can you yeah. can you go into a little bit about your other content? What drives the inspiration to make content outside of Speed Duel and and kind of some of the some of the the back end that's gone into those? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so Pokemon was actually uh, when I first developed uh, the Evolve channel, it was really purely just uh, opening based, and, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, uh, it was going to be Yu-Gi-Oh! Prime primarily, and I, I like Pokemon too. I really like Pokemon. Play it that much because uh, I personally, just my personal opinion, I just felt it was not as fun as Yu-Gi-Oh! I really like the interaction 
and the funness of Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, when there's a lot of interaction back and forth. But I really like Pokemon cards because they look amazing. Like the artworks and um, their packaging. You know, it's kind of like, it's funny, like how, how, how you mentioned uh, I have uh, that you, you really like my thumbnails. It's, it's sort of the same thing when I look at a Pokemon card or product. You know, um, you walk by the store and or let's just say you walk by a Walmart and you look look at the trading card section. Like the first thing that's going to draw your attention is probably the Pokemon stuff because they have like shiny boxes, like actually shiny holographic boxes for packaging and uh, big, big artworks, really nice, colorful stuff, you know, and um, I guess I guess it just draws the attention to you. And I just really like the aesthetics. So I really like the cards, you know, the full art cards that look very, very nice. I always wish that Yu-Gi-Oh had full art cards, stuff like that, you know, because I, I really like, I'm a very aesthetic person, let's just put it that way. I really like the, when something that looks nice and, like, aesthetically nice. Um, I don't know about you personally, but what do you yeah, think? I, you, I've definitely, so I haven't played, I started playing Pokemon, I don't know, a couple months ago. I got into a lot of card games recently okay. just because, you know, it's... I've just been picking up, seeing what's new. And the last thing I got for Pokemon was the uh, Vivid Voltage. Uh, it was the Elite Trainer Box. And I, I didn't pull the, the big boy, unfortunately, but a lot of the good shiny things I pulled, like I pulled the, uh, shoot, there was a Golden Cape, something. There were a couple cards that looked really great. And I totally yeah. agree, because I wasn't really into, I had cards when I was, I don't know, eight. But I never really looked at kind of rarities and, and where the market was until a few months ago. And I agree. Yeah, I love the art. That's another reason why I like Magic the Gathering, too. And I know that that one seems a little more intimidating, maybe a bigger barrier yeah. entry to learn. Um, yeah. It has a standard rotation, like uh, like Hearthstone, for example. But that art is fantastic, yeah. too. But, yeah, Pokemon, I, I love it, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like like when I very start, when I started about very early on, I was going to open Pokemon. I was opening Pokemon stuff as well. I don't know if you noticed. And then it just kind of felt like, okay, this is a bit too much, too much, too heavy on my wallet, you know, buying both <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon at the same time. You, you do have limited budgets, even though it's your interest and hobby. So I kind of felt like, okay, if I have to choose one or the other, I kind of have to drop off one. And I do like Yu-Gi-Oh! more than Pokemon simply because I actually play it. There was a lot of nostalgic experiences with it. And uh, at the end of the day, the illustrations for Yu-Gi-Oh! and the artwork are still really, really cool and amazing, especially when Konami does, like, retrain archetypes and stuff like that. That's really got me into wanting to, oh, there's a new version of Dark Magician, you know? There's a new version of Blue-Eyes White Dragon. That looks really, really cool. And speaking of which, uh, we have Legendary Duelist Season 2 coming out, which is like a reprint set, but, you know, there's more... There's some new Blue Eyes cards. I don't know if you've seen yet, but, you know, there's new Blue Eyes cards. There's, like, Black Rose Dragon cards and support, and it just gets really, really cool. And i just like, okay, I really want to collect this. You know, it's really cool. Uh, and they look really, really nice. Um, yeah. But, yeah, and then getting on to the partnership, uh, it was interesting because, yeah, when when I was partnering with 401 Games, you know, um, at during the same time, I know that Pokemon was a huge hype during this time and a lot of people are really really interested in it and so i mentioned to them you know it's also something i want to do uh maybe possibly get back into and they're just like okay sure we'll give you a couple of products you go ahead and do what do your thing and and that's sort of uh that's like the mini project uh for for that time frame time period so it's really just trying things that i really like or giving things a try and giving it uh or giving the content a try again um or 
you know, just, yeah, just opening in general, because I just really like opening stuff. And if I were to open anything, I, you know, if I were to buy just to open it for myself or whatnot, you know, it just makes sense to put it on a camera and, and share it with everybody. And, you know, it doesn't really, in terms of the views and statistics, that doesn't matter to me as much. Of course, I would like to have uh, more or more viewage on, on, on Pokemon content or whatever. But of course, at the end of the day, I know many people are here on my channel for the speed through content, and that's a core focus that I will not let go. Or I'll or, or keep uh, improving and building up upon onto. But I always like trying other stuff here and there. Really, it's it's really just for fun, uh, you know. Because again, you never know. It might be really successful. It might turn out really, really well, or much better than you expected. You might think that this is not good, or or it's not a good idea. But you know, once you give it a try, it might work. And yeah, that's 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 the reason why I do a little bit of stuff here and there. And then you also mentioned Digimon, yeah, because I you know my friends love the Digimon. Uh, just love, got rebooted, I, I think, right? Like a couple months ago or so, it got rebooted. That's why I remembered it. Um, I remember I had, yeah. I had people playing Transformers too, but I think that game died. <laughs> but yeah. Digimon, though, eh, it's something worth learning. Yeah, yeah, it's because um, yeah, I watched a lot of Digimon when I was a kid too, and and seeing how uh, Bandai is coming in, you know, I think this whole I know we might be talking business now. Now, now with Bandai coming in with the whole new Digimon series like a rebooted version and then with all new products they actually introduced something like a like a new digivice that's sort of like uh kind of like a fitbit style where you know you exercise and something it's only available in japan for now but oh, i don't know cool. yeah I might, i'll send you a link uh to it afterwards. please yeah it's in japan. that's crazy yeah yeah, yeah but japan really always cool. figures out how to how to work exercise into it you know not a bad yeah thing. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and and my first impression was like oh they're coming in big like they're 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 serious about this basically they're they're not like it's not like just oh one typical project here's the budget type of thing when it comes to business and they'd be like oh just do this project they're actually almost like rebranding uh, at this stage or sort of enforcing their brand once again is like hey guys don't uh, you know to the trading card game community don't forget us we you know we're, we're in here and they came in i don't know if you had got a chance got a chance to check out the digimon cards but the artwork again sucker for aesthetics but stunning like the artwork yeah. is absolutely amazing like really really nice art um one and it's you know it's really cool to see your nostalgic digimon that you recognize like agumon uh, graymon war graymon you know and, and those kind of guys it's just really really cool and all these different arts and you know they put time and effort into it and you can really see it and you can really feel it you know what it reminds me of is, so, is rush duel um just because you're right they came in big with a total rebranding you don't have to know yeah. what Digimon really is at all or have had to watch it to, yeah. to really like the product, just from what I'm seeing. Yeah, it looks like they're doing a good job there. I hope it sticks, you know, because that, yeah. that kind of completes. We got the trifecta of, like, Magic Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh! But, you know, some of those some of those little, little, littler guys, like even kind of Speed Duel to, to a sense, it's always nice to kind of have that corner of people playing at the at the card shop. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, it's going, you know, I... There's not there's not there's not any tournaments going on for Digimon at all. I mean, it, our our release has been delayed, just so you know. And there's no tournaments going on because because of COVID right now, uh, at least for us in Canada. But still, people are, are already flocking. I, I I follow a couple of Digimon tubers, DigiTubers, if you want to call Digi-tubers. them. DigiTubers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I might have to do a little more research into the product, um, just because I'm a sucker for when some like an initial launch of a new card game. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems fun. <laughs> you could learn how to play. Yeah. yeah, and there's a huge following, and 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 
and yeah, there's a huge following for Digimon. And anyways, back to why I opened it. You know, my friends bought a couple of boxes as well together, and just like, hey, just open it, man. Just open it for your channel. And then I was like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, so we just, you know, put on the camera, just open the thing together, and then you know, had some fun. And yeah, that's that's really it as well for Digimon. And yeah, I just, I just, yeah, like you mentioned, I just like opening in general. That's really what Evolt really first came off from. I just like opening stuff and sharing. And yeah, I like to keep that um, going as well. So, I think we have the same kind of mindset there because uh, I actually opened that Vivid Voltage box a while ago. I just haven't gotten around to putting the. I, I did it a little differently because usually when I open, I talk over it. But this one I opened silently, and then I was going to talk over it just to try and see how that was. I still have that held on to it. But yeah, I feel the same way. You know, if it's a product, it's not like you, you got the people to do Let's Plays for video games and then you get into that mindset where it's like every game that I play I should stream or do something with and I can understand yeah. how that leads to resentment and not enjoying the game as much. But when you're opening a product, I mean, yeah. you, you get into the mindset. Having a camera on you while you do it is really no different. You know, if you got something yeah. to open, you might as well put it on camera. It's content for the channel. Yeah. Obviously, you want to maintain a good level of quality. Um, which yeah. can all primarily be done in post if you just have a good camera set on it, you know? So I get that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And yeah. Cool. Um, I know there was one question that I haven't answered yet, uh, which which we kind of drifted off into in the end, uh, which was uh, you asked me with my production quality has has it statistically proven. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, has, has, has it has a positive impact? impact. Um, overall, I would say like right now it's only been three videos. You know, I've only done the Dark Paladin, the XYZ Union, and the Fairy deck so far. And that, that's when I really started just doing deck profile in this type of format. I was just giving it a try. Let's just say we're still in the testing phase, but definitely, uh, I, I see more. I, I feel I, I feel like it is definitely uh, giving more of a positive turn so far, uh, especially with also. Um, with the help of the Yugi Tuber, uh, King of Speed, though Yugi Tuber uh, tournament that I hosted, it definitely helped along with that. I think together, and I think people are starting to recognize that you know this may be a standard thing on the channel, and I think people do like it. And I don't know if you noticed, like the the upload frequency has toned down compared to before because now I uh, put put them together as a nicer package. You know, I wanted to. Uh, have more retention of viewers and sort of give um, from feedback. Basically, you know, they said, you know, um, you know, maybe it makes more sense to have all, to all together in one. And I thought, I thought, you know, maybe this is a worth nice, uh, worth something to try on to. And you know, it is. An I wanted to do it more of an educational type of video where, okay, here's a deck profile, and then here's how we're gonna play it, and then here are the my my personal in uh, personal thoughts and insights and changes, and you have all of that in just one broken down simple 15 minute video and um all together and yeah i'm just really trying it out and see how it goes and so far it's going pretty well and i probably will continue to do it and yeah i really i personally really like the production quality that i'm producing as well you know of course there's more improvements that that, that can be done and added on to the road but i think it's heading to a quite a good direction so far so. yeah i agree i and i i've always juggled with upload frequency and like how how long of a break in between videos before it feels like you're kind of yeah. you're slipping? Um, and I've, yeah. I've kind of landed on like one a week, unless I'm I'm really getting stuff, you know, cranking stuff out. I'll do two, maybe even three a week. But I find that one a week is fine. Yeah. I think that that's consistent. You've been you've been on, and and the biggest thing, especially about speed, really with any TCG, is you know one of the things that we all try and claw 
um, at each other for is response to new information. Yeah. You know, we, we did that when the structure decks last year were announced. We did that when Battle City Box was announced. And um, I think that yeah. now we're kind of over that Battle City Box hump uh, yeah. where now the the urgency, it's it's there as meta evolves for sure but it's not as it's certainly not as prevalent as it was so i, I like i think that that consistency is fine and then it actually reminds me of uh just thinking about when the next tidbit of information is going to be about speed duel in the future because i can't remember how long i think that structure decks came out in may last year and then it was mid-july when we got the hit of the battle city box coming so yeah if we're following a similar time frame provided we have no idea what's happening uh you know on their end um, with Matt yeah. Bell leaving, and, and there are a couple different directions that we could go from here. But um, I think yeah. we're in a good spot now anyway where that consistency is, is pretty pretty yeah. standard for sure. Yeah, 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 definitely is. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm excited to find out what's up next for Speed Duel. I'm definitely uh, anxious to find out. I hope, I hope there's going to be news soon about it uh, over the next set or something like that. And, yeah, I feel, I feel that the Battle City box was – was a great was a very 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 good product like like overall um from quality standpoint of the printing i, I have you got one for yourself yet yeah i, I bought three okay, okay yeah awesome. I, I bought three yeah. and then i i gave one away uh, so four i bought i've purchased but, okay. um okay yeah oh also fun fun fact is that all the cards of three boxes can fit in one box if you put all the uh if you put all the mats somewhere else so it's kind of oh, fun. Yeah. I like, and the boxes are just, it's a really good quality to keep cards in. So I like that. Yeah. But yeah, I have three. Yeah. So I've, I've been doing some remote stuff. I actually just did remote stuff yesterday with uh, Casual Chaos, one of the, uh, another smaller guy that does the Speed Duel stuff. Okay. And, uh, yeah. I, you know, it's it's really nice to have three, three of every card so that you can keep swapping around and, and building. And I always love remote stuff over Dueling Book, you know, but... Um, yeah. it, clearly I think you do too with going to the locals versus doing online. You know, I like holding the cards in the hand. That was one of the reasons why I liked the game, but, um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. it's definitely a good product. It's going to keep us entertained for a while, much more than the starter yeah. decks. So I think they bought themselves some time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I was going to say like the quality is just amazing. You know, it's a great product. You know, it's, you know, it's like some, some, some said it's, you know, it's like a, simple board game you can just bring to a friend's house and everyone can just quickly learn and just play for fun like like you don't you can even learn it on the spot and i think it's a great way to introduce uh people to play in the yugi overall and yeah the card quality is really really good like i probably said this many many times but i really like the card quality how it's printed uh, on the stock there's an extra layer of gloss the secret rares look amazing they're yeah, they do yeah I think it's just a great product, and I think they should just do this more and more. And it's a great value for for everyone who's purchasing this. Um, you know, thirty dollars to get like two hundred cards. It's 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 it's. I think it's one of the best value you can ever ask for. for yeah, I agree. I was surprised at the thirty dollar price point for what was it two hundred two hundred and sixteen with the skills, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. 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 And then and then if you know if you want three copies of each, I I don't see a problem that anyone. Uh, would hesitate to purchase another two more. You know exactly. It's, it's the that's now you're yeah. looking at the equivalent of a booster box for Magic, you know, yeah. which is like people yeah. won't people don't even hesitate for stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Of course, but buying singles, guys, is is cheaper. It's always going to be cheaper. Yeah. I'm, I haven't checked the TCG oh, yeah. market on a lot of them yet, 
but I anticipate that, you know, as more deck profiles come out for sure, just buying the singles. In fact, I want to revisit some budget stuff because I feel like a lot of these right. cards, unless you're looking at like Book of Moon and you're looking at upgrading some, some gloss, some shinier versions, but I think that a lot of these decks yeah. are like under 15 bucks, you know? It's just, yeah. 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 It's, it's good. It's great. That's it. That's that that speed was affordable and i think they should keep it that way too i'm yeah. glad that it still is yeah it's it's definitely been a good focus point yeah yeah for sure sure all right about well i appreciate having you on here it's been almost an hour and 20 minutes is there uh is there any other anything you want to leave us with anything you want to plug um well first of all no no, uh, no worries you know I, i'm more than happy to chat for as long as you want you know i like chatting i can i can chat all day here as you probably know and yeah so thanks for having me and really yeah there's nothing i really wanted to cover unless do you do you have any other more specific questions or topics that you would like me to address or go through or i don't think so anything? i think that we covered i think we covered kind of good well-rounded we got to know you definitely a little better yeah and i think that we <laughs> uh i think that we've covered quite a bit um speed yeah. otherwise um yeah, so uh yeah let's let's go we can go ahead and wrap it up so guys a vault you can find him at uh youtube.com slash a vault i'm pretty sure slash c slash a vault um yeah. also you you have a twitter now yes i do yes i do and you have an instagram page those are just a vault or is it uh, a vault tcg uh, uh twitter is a vault 700 i think and i think the same same goes for instagram I, i'm pretty sure you'll find me if you just search a vault uh in general anyways <laughs> yeah all right well thank you so much for uh, thanks so much for coming on and no uh that's a wrap yeah. take it easy guys thanks,